Hello everyone, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Point of Insanity Game Studios Geekery in General Podcast. I am Al, and today it's time for another 16-bit flashback with a little blue character who needs no introduction, and that is of course Sonic the Hedgehog. Now, of course, the main thing that I remember about Sonic from back in the day is, of course, he was made to be the mascot character for uh, for Sega, because, of course, Nintendo had Mario, and there's actually an interesting story about how Sega became the, or rather, how Sonic became the pack-in game for uh, the Sega Genesis, because I believe there were a couple different versions the main one I remember is Altered Beast, though I believe that there was a, a packing game that they used before that. But eventually they started to use Sonic the Hedgehog as the packing game. And the main reason was the whole blast processing. Because of course remember this is back during the uh, this was back during the console wars of the late eighties, early nineties where you know, Nintendo, they had their 8-bit Nintendo, and then, you know, here we had uh, Sega coming in being the whole 16-bit, where, of course, they wanted us to believe that their games would be bigger and badder and better, with bad, of course, in this case, meaning good. Yes, that was a weird time where, for some reason, bad meant good. So, like, if any of you ever seen The Wizard might remember Lucas. I love the Power Glove. It's so bad. But the reason that uh, Sonic uh, was chosen, I believe, is because the thing we kept hearing in a lot of the advertisements for the Genesis back then was, you know, blast processing and speed. Now, if you've ever played Altered Beasts, Speed is not the title that you would use to describe that game. The gameplay is actually quite slow. You pretty much just slowly move from one side of the screen to the other, and it's a very slow-paced game. Whereas Sonic, they wanted to focus on the fact that it was a very fast-paced game. The other thing is, of course, Sega needed a mascot, and Sonic turned out to be that mascot. Oh, darn, I left the maze too early. I know you want to stay in the mazes because I believe there's like chaos emeralds you get in there and that gives you continues. But anyways, back to the game here. So they thought that, uh, of course, Sonic the Hedgehog uh, was bad, did a better job of conveying the speed and power of the Sega Genesis. And, of course, the other thing I remember so clearly, as do I'm sure anyone else who was a big video game player around this time, is Sega was trying to aim more for the teenage audience at this time. Because around this time, you know, this was the late 80s, early 90s, so home video games consoles had actually gotten quite popular, and, you know, they'd been around a while with the, you know, the Sega Master System, the NES... Then, of course, you had the Atari systems. So they tried to market this as the Cool Kids system. Because, of course, you know, that old 8-bit NES, that was for the babies, the little kids. 
And of course, Sonic, he was hip and cool. Whereas, you know, Mario, he was just this little, you know, this little family boy type. Oh, ah, that's what I hate about the this game sometimes. It's like you start moving really fast, and then for some reason on some of the walls, we'll put those spring things which send poor Sonic rocketing the opposite direction. Now, honestly, if I had to compare the Mario games that I was playing back then to the Sonic, the Hedgehog games, I honestly liked Mario a lot better than Sonic. The main reason I liked the Mario games a little bit better is I liked the diversity of the power-ups you had in those games. You really didn't have as much of that diversity in Sonic the Hedgehog. Well, let me actually rephrase that. I'm specifically now referring to Super Mario Bros. 3, uh, mainly because... Yes, I know in uh, the Super Mario Brothers, you only had a couple different power-ups. The Mushroom, the Fire Flower, and of course the Starman. Then you really didn't have any power-ups in Super Mario Brothers 2, but you had lots of interesting options to play with in Super Mario 3. So if I had to choose between Super Mario Brothers 3 and Sonic the Hedgehog, Super Mario 3 gets my vote, even though it was from a quote-unquote more primitive system. I mean, I did like the graphics and the music for the Sonic the Hedgehog games, though. That's one place where I will put um, Sonic over Mario. It just, it had better graphics and better music. Well, let me rephrase that. If you are going going to compare a... Oh, man, I missed the ring again. If you're going to compare a 16-bit Sonic game to a 16-bit Mario game, usually the 16-bit Sonic games had a little bit better graphics and also had the better music. It's just, in my opinion anyway, the 16-bit uh, Mario games were just a little bit more fun to play. They had a little bit more options. The other thing that I really didn't like about the Sonic games, and let's see if I can find a place where I can show it to you, is I didn't like the play control as much as I did for Mario, because Mario felt like you had a little bit more control over him, whereas Sonic, yeah, sometimes you get into his role and it's like, it becomes harder to control, and then also when you're running up hills sometimes, if you don't have enough speed built up, it gets a lot harder, and okay, there's not really. Whoops. Okay, not really a good place to show. Yeah, there we go. Like I said, you're trying to jump a hill and you jump backwards instead of forwards, so. Ugh, that part always drove me crazy. So we'll probably just go to the end of the stage here and fight the first boss. That's actually another thing where I think that Sonic games were a little better than Mario is I think there was a little bit more diversity in the boss fights in in the uh, Sonic the Hedgehog games than there were in the Mario games because at least the ones at this time uh, usually like for Super Mario Bros. 3 the Koopa Kids there wasn't as much variation in those boss fights but as I remember from uh, Sonic the Hedgehog. Ouch! That's another thing that can be annoying is you gotta make sure you always have at least one ring so you don't die. 
But I remember, of course, uh, Dr. Robotnik or Dr. Eggman. I'm not sure which one is the proper title. You know, he usually had the more diverse fights to him. Yeah, and this is the other thing that really didn't like about Sonic is sometimes you end up going so fast, you end up missing stuff, and ugh, then you, you hit those stupid springs and it just sends you back. Come on, Sonic. Anytime. There you go. Anytime you want to get out of your roll there is fine with me. So I guess as far as which is the better platformer, uh, Sonic or Mario, my preferences are always going to go for Mario, and I just felt that the Mario games had a little bit better play control than the Sega ones did, or than the, the Sonic ones did. Now, another reason that Sonic the Hedgehog really kind of holds fond memories for me, and I believe I mentioned this on one of my previous episodes, it may have been my plug-and-play episode, is when I was in high school, I used to work at Sears, and I worked in the paint department. Now, when I went to lunch, or on break, I had to pass by the... Ah! I had to pass by the video game department, and they had a... Sega Genesis set up there with different demo games. I think the... Ow! That's another thing I don't like, is when you get hit, they don't give you the few seconds of invincibility like they do in a lot of the Mario games. Uh-oh. Okay, I thought I was going to die there. But as I was saying, you know, back in high school when I was working at Sears, and when I was going to uh, break or lunch, I'd have to walk by the video game department, and... You know, they had the Sega Genesis there, where they had the different demo games they swapped out, and one of them was Sonic the Hedgehog. The only other one that I can remember was... Okay, that's it. I give up. Like I said, I am not very good at this game. I have gotten further. I think the furthest I ever gotten was, like, stage 3 or 4. It's just sometimes... Like I said, I have kind of problems gaming and uh, talking at the same time, trying to multitask here. Now, if there are any other games that you'd like to see me cover in any of my episodes, whether it's a 8-bit or 16-bit flashback, or maybe just doing a bargain bin adventure, or just, hey, maybe you want to see me play a game and just commentate on it for fun, you know, certainly give me uh, some suggestions, and if I have that game... Or if I can find it, I will take a stab at it. If you have ideas for future episodes that you'd like to see me tackle, please feel free to contact me. You can either contact me through my website, poigamestudio.com, or go to the Point of Insanity Game Studio Facebook page and leave a comment there. So thanks again for listening. If you're catching this on Podbean or watching if you're catching this on YouTube, have a good evening, or morning, or afternoon, whatever it is, wherever you are, and happy gaming.